listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. GearSpot is the only overhead storage bag on the market. It has three separate compartments that hold your items right where you place them. The zipper entry for each compartment makes it easy to access your tucked away items. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show. With Wendy, there will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Heads up, Jeeper. Coming soon. We'll be changing the days the show will be coming to you. Still, four days a week. Oh, no, we're not going to change that. But Tuesday through Friday are going to be the days of release for each episode. Keep listening for more information. We'll give you all the details coming up soon. Same great episodes, same great show, just different days. There's people out there moaning. They were anticipating a five-day-a-week announcement. Oh, God, <laughs> you bitch is going to keep us holding out for that God damn it. We're not saying there's not a chance. This is not happening right now. <laughs> Hey, man, we really appreciate you guys being here. I want to remind everybody to uh, continue to use the hashtag Jeep Talk Show, hashtag giveaways on all your social media posts. And I want to thank uh, several of you for remembering us, tagging us in your posts, and just really just letting people know uh, about the Jeep Talk Show. You know, we've been publishing the Jeep Talk Show for the last 11 years. And wow. It seems like 20. Uh, this is as true as it is, uh, as it was, uh, is it, this is as true now as it was then. It doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never do anything but Jeeps. This show is for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about, well, whining for doing this for 11 years. <laughs> Jeeps. I think it's Jeeps, believe it or not. How we doing, Jeeper? I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be going over the first teaser image Jeep has released to tease this year's SEMA show and what the Mopar uh, team is going to be bringing to it. And there's some congratulations in order for one Jeep model. Is it the one sitting in your driveway? And stick around, I've got an all-new must-have coming up in just a little while. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some winterizing tips for your Jeep. I'm Tony, and I've been obsessing over our download numbers for years. Mm. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> we are only 1,700, <gasps> not thousands, this would be 1,700 with a, with a B, uh, wow. <laughs> downloads from a big milestone. Ooh. Two million downloads. Oh, my gosh. We're cashing up to you, McDonald's. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is it was it did they ever did it ever say millions i think it did i don't know i have no idea <laughs> a long time ago ways into now but whatever <laughs> yeah exactly. over over two million fries uh, lost uh <laughs> thank you to all of you that listen to the show and make watching the numbers fun <laughs> mm. making tony's day there <laughs> well, it's just so frustrating i mean some days it's like 500 why what did we do yeah. wrong what happened <laughs> they hate me it's a holiday yeah. that's what's wrong nobody was driving <laughs> they hate me yeah exactly sundays are usually uh or tr- traditionally sundays have been a low day but it you know i think sundays are generally family day so well it should be yeah, yeah it, so it makes sense but still i want it i want those numbers up damn it those are rookie numbers Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. 
And it's just around the corner, the 2022 SEMA show, that is. And for those not in the know, SEMA stands for Specialty Equipment Market Association. And the event from which the name comes is held every November in Las Vegas and has been for, well, many years. Uh, it is not open to the public either. Hmm. The trade-only event is open only to qualified members of the automotive industry. Industry members include buyers and sellers of the automotive parts and things like that, vehicle manufacturers, automotive parts companies, and of course media outlets. And despite the strict regulations, even Tony managed to wiggle his way past security <laughs> one year and got an inside peek at the, this yearly event that can only be described as one of the world's largest and coolest automotive shows on the planet. Josh, they asked me if I, re- if I returned to please don't wiggle. It was scaring the it was scaring the, the attendees. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Uh, earlier this week, though, Stellantis, Jeep's parent company, shared a couple of sketches giving us a tease as to what we might see in the Mopar booth at SEMA this year. Although the release contained three images in total, only one of them is Jeep-related. The other two are clearly Ram-related, and we're just going to go ahead and, and yeah, gonna glaze over those. But <laughs> they do hint at a possible Overland package, which, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. The one image we're going to focus on, however, is, well, clearly a Jeep product. It appears to be an off-road focused Wrangler because of the big knobby mud terrain tires and the lack of doors. The lines also kind of sort of give it away, at least making it Wrangler-esque. The Jeep and the image both say fancy multi-tone paint job that features a very Halloween-like combination of oranges and black. Well-timed considering the date that this came out. The Jeep is in the foreground, while in the background is a silhouette of a rocky outcropping the likes of which you'd see in Moab, Utah, consisted by, or contrasted rather, by a night sky dotted with stars. But in a circuit board-like theme, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You see where this is going already, don't you? Mm-hmm. At the top is the caption, Surge, with the emphasis on the light blue lowercase e that is found in the 4XE badging the Jeep uses. Now, obviously, this first image is a hint that we are going to see a special edition Jeep, likely with a limited edition color, and it will all, of course, be available with the 4XE package. Or perhaps the hint goes deeper than that. The caption, in combination with something that I overlooked the first time I saw this image, was a badge in the front of the door that appears to say EV, which suggests that this concept will be an all-electric version of a Wrangler or a Wrangler-like vehicle. We know that Jeep is, or at least in some way, at the forefront of Stellantis' electric push. Frankly, Stellantis doesn't have any other brands under its umbrella with the clout that Jeep has, so it's going in with their star player with this move. With the all-electric all, all recon and Avenger soon to come, the company is working on multiple EV releases all at the same time. Given Jeep's appeal to the aftermarket, it makes sense that Mopar is also stepping up its game with its own products to give customers hints as to what modifications will be available to them in the future on this Jeep, whatever it may be, and of course others as well. As Jeep has done in the past, we are sure to see more images released in the coming weeks as we get closer to the launch day of SEMA 2022. I, I don't know. <laughs> I I think the right, graphic is right, cool, right? I, I mean, your, your your tone said it all. <laughs> I'm really. sorry, and I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the now, image I, is good. <laughs> the, yeah, I mean, obviously they're they're doing some good art artistry over there. Sure. Um, to me, it doesn't exactly look like a Wrangler, which has mm-hmm. me questioning some things could this be the back end of a wrangler with some sort of weird cargo area well no that doesn't make sense kind of the cut of the door makes it seem like it's the front of a jeep you're and right also, i see the, look, the way the door is positioned it kind of does right. look like a back of a vehicle 
Right. Um, however, if we look towards the, the image of where the sky is, we can kind of see in the very central of the image a white spot that kind of mm -hmm. fades out, almost as if there's a headlight projecting off into the distance from this mm -hmm. vehicle. Right. So, again, that leads to the, us to believe that this could be the front of, of, a, of a Jeep vehicle of some kind. I'm not going to call it a Wrangler. It doesn't quite look like that way. Could this be the Recon? I don't know. The Recon and the Wrangler do have some similar lines in some regards. So, uh, maybe this could be a, a Recon-esque type of tease. I, I, I don't know. Um, I could very easily see jeep really putting all of its eggs in one basket when it comes to marketing for that recon they're going to want to push this because it's a more affordable all-electric version of a wrangler like vehicle i'm not going to call it a wrangler uh, we we obviously don't know a whole lot about its construction at this point um but what we do know is that they're going to push it i'm, pr I'm sure they're going to push it hard and i think this surge is going to be a trim package available only on the recon model that will you know have yet to be seen so we'll see so i, th I think uh, it would be uh, okay to mention uh, uh, that uh, one of our uh, uh, friends of the show greg henderson of unofficial use only has been uh, sharing his uh, sema bill when i say his it's his that he's working on but he's working on it for uh, quadratech and uh, we've just been having a great time uh, seeing uh, the uh, the build progress and oh, yeah. I, I was just telling the the the, the host uh, this, before the show started that uh, Greg is uh, is fighting through uh, uh, 432 uh, DTC codes because <laughs> apparently you can't uh, you can't remove some uh, unplug some wires for the harness and plug it back in and have it still think it's okay. <laughs> so he is fighting that now because uh, Greg will not have a a SEMA build that doesn't is not a absolutely perfect. And you, you know, know you gotta, I, I you gotta really think a lot, very highly of a person with that kind of commitment. But he's oh, going to be at SEMA. Uh, in his, yeah, he's going to be at SEMA this year uh, in his kilt with this beautiful uh, two-door uh, gladiator that he's built. Oh, I even more respect for any guy who wears a utility kilt. <laughs> No, in all seriousness, no. I, if uh, Greg has any free time after SEMA, I'd love for him to come over and help me get some progress done on my Jeep. He has no free time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I, I know. 100%. Well, I suppose congratulations are in order. Well, and they will be for, for Greg once uh, he gets done with SEMA. But for right now, congratulations are in order once again for the Wrangler 4XE. An undefeated champion crushing its competition and winning the award for the best-selling PHEV or plug-in hybrid electric vehicle in America for the third straight quarter. It's been proven in poll after poll that despite record high gas prices, Americans just don't want electric vehicles. The market for PHEVs though, or partial hybrid electric vehicles, is only somewhat better since you get a little bit of both worlds. But even then, in such a small market, the competition is tough. Now, for the third straight quarter, the Wrangler 4XE is the dominant option. It sold nearly 19,207 models so far in 2022, outpacing all other competitors. It is that availability that some are saying is the only reason for the success, though. Jeep sold nearly 19,000, uh, they sold a little over 19,000 models, uh, and, and they're on the track to break 20,000 by the end of the uh, end of the year. These numbers mean, though, that Jeep is producing more 4XE Jeeps than Toyota and Kia can produce their hybrids, and they're doing it at a faster pace. 
Hyundai is, however, catching up as they have ramped up production of the uh, uh, Tucson PHEV. Toyota has shifted focus and supplies to boost production of the RAV4 Prime, and Kia is pushing their Sportage PHEV really hard right now. Now, this doesn't mean that any of these cars are any competition to the Wrangler, which has a unique advantage. Well, it's a highly capable off-road beast, and that off-road prowess is selling big time. The competition is seeing this and has been trying to beef up their models for off-roading too, as if they could compete. Yeah, really. That's why we're seeing models like the Kia Sportage X-Pro, the Hyundai Tucson XRT, and the Toyota RAV4 TRD off-road. Now, good luck, I say. But I don't see something like a Kia or a RAV4 dethroning the king of the off-road anytime soon. Nonetheless, in your face, Prius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's amazing. I mean, really, Jeep is doing an amazing job. Uh, I mean, when you think of uh, electric hybrid, uh, of course, everybody knows the Prius. You know, I would, I would love to see, uh, I, and I could, I can imagine this: a, a world that we live in where the uh, plug-in hybrid uh, Jeep Wrangler is more prevalent than a Prius. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. And I, we've actually, I've talked to this before. We've actually had these uh, with students that we're teaching and. Man, when you have it in electric mode and you're you're climbing a little bit, whew, it has got a great low torque. It's beautiful. It's a nice, it's nice mm -hmm. for that hybrid person who wants a hybrid. Yeah, it's the future. We just, I said it repeatedly, we just need a better power supply in there. Something that, I mean, once the electric vehicles can go 500 miles and, and can charge within, you know, five or uh, seven minutes, now you're talking about something that is, uh, other than the issue of generating the electricity, is something very uh, com uh, comprehensive, or not comprehensive, but comparable to uh, gasoline or diesel. And, and certainly the torque and the amount of uh, power that you get from something like this is wonderful for an off-road vehicle. But I just, I got to point out the tone of voice that Wendy used just there when she said, it's nice. It's nice. kind of like your friend it's talking about the blind date that he's setting you up with. But she's got a great personality. Yeah. Uh, however. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, well, Wendy, let me ask you, if, if you could go 500 miles between charges and the charge only took uh, five or 10 minutes, uh, would that make it more, um, less, uh, uh, maybe not, uh, take it, would it take it out of the friend zone, I guess is what I'm asking. Nope. Good nope. question. Nope. How about See, a thousand miles? No. How about a nice fusion reactor? No radiation. <laughs> right here at my house. You put it no, no, you put it in the Jeep and it just runs oh, forever. For, sort of like sort of like back to the future. We yeah, have stinking roads. That's right. Yeah. Then you have to start buying bananas yeah. so that I, you can power it. I know. I'm I'm probably gonna be a holdout. I don't know. We'll see. That's interesting. because uh, I, I I wouldn't I mean if it can go a thousand miles and it charges within just a, a couple of minutes, like uh, similar to uh, filling up with gas, and I don't have to go to the gas station. Wow. I mean, you know, that's almost like ordering from Amazon and just waiting for it to be delivered. Well, I, I think part of my problem is it's sort of being forced. If it was yeah. our decision and they left it at four XE or they left it at a hybrid and that's it i think i might be excited and inclined to do it but the fact that we're being forced i'm sorry well i love that i could work this in uh so i can name drop so whenever i was talking to jim morrison uh, on our uh, quest question oh, and answer right. uh, yes. that's exactly what jim said he goes we're not going to push this on anybody this yeah. is just a, an option that we're making available uh, for our customers. We listen to our customers, and and you know they make the decision about what they're going to get. We're just making it available to them. And yeah, I thought it was a wonderful answer because it's yeah, it like, great. yeah, it wasn't like you got to buy this. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I- I- except isn't it like by 2030, they're supposed to be all electric? In California. So, I mean, 2035, yeah, so in I think. A, in, a, in a way, they are. It's just very they're slowly. Forcing us. It's yeah. right, but Jeep's they're not. You like they're forcing you like the like the pot of water is forcing the cook the, the frog to cook. Yes, you know, and it's, it's it's you're not you're not going to notice you're getting cooked until it's too late. Right. Two words: elections. That's coming up, and that might change everything. <laughs> well played, sir. Well, played. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, my mistake. Three words: elections. Right. <laughs> and so now we're moving on. <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. I mean, that's the current climate. Pardon the pun, uh, but the climate changes whenever we have elections, depending on how we vote. So. Uh, and, and, and Josh, I was really surprised to hear about the, the red wave in, uh, in Oregon. Have you, yeah. uh, have you been appraised to that? I mean, you're wearing a red shirt, so I'm guessing no, so. I, yeah, no, <laughs> a, a little bit. Yeah, no, it's, I, I listen to uh, conservative talk radio out here, uh, uh, during my commutes and, and, uh, anytime I'm doing running around and stuff. And so I'm hearing a little bit of behind the scenes as far as what's happening in the polls and, and things like that. So. But I don't want to. I don't want to get uh, too too deep down the political. No, no, trail. no, 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 no. I'm just. I was just surprised to hear that because, uh, I mean, uh, Oregon is thirty 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 year plus blue record over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah us too in California. It's time. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I'm sure people. Uh, you know, and, and and we are not going to say that you're wrong. You can think however you want to oh, think. Absolutely. You have whatever opinion you want, and uh, you know we respect that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But I just think that the, the signals that we may not be having to have. Um, a lot of this uh, rammed down our throat uh, in in the near future. Here, here. Well, speaking of justice, this is justice that was served two years later. Now, according to a report from Deputy Isaac Hutchins of the Hawkins County Sheriff's Office, no, not the Hawkins from Stranger Things, <laughs> but Hawkins County of, of Rogersville, Tennessee. Well, this deputy and, and uh, Deputy Bill Begley uh, received a B on the lookout or a, uh, a BOLO. Uh, bulletin on a 2011 oh. Jeep Wrangler that was possibly at the 200 block of Cold Springs Road in, in Sergoinsville, I think is how they pronounce that. Now, while on another call, the deputy saw a vehicle matching the description of the Bolo vehicle. Now, after completing the other call, the deputies came back to the residence and saw that the Jeep had been moved and hidden behind a camper across from the residence. Monroe came outside of the residence, the, the gentleman who owned the, uh, the property, and, and asked if he could help the deputies. When asked about the Jeep, he acted like he didn't know what the deputies were talking about. What Jeep? I don't see no Jeep. What y'all talking about? You all crazy. Well, after telling him that the deputies, they, they could see the Jeep right there behind the camper that's, that's right, right there. Oh, that Jeep. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he said that uh, he moved it so that he could park another vehicle in his driveway. Right. Which there wasn't any other vehicle in the driveway, so it's, yeah, obviously it's there was some suspicion to the story. Uh, the tag and the VIN number in the window were checked by another by the officer, uh, one of the other uh, deputies there. The VIN came back to a 1994 Jeep belonging to Monroe. Okay, nothing to see here then, right? Well, sure. The deputy, however, was not born yesterday and could clearly <laughs> tell the difference between a 1994 Wrangler and the much newer model JK sitting in front of him. Central nice. Dispatch then called the stolen Jeep owner back, who had explained in great detail what brands the accessories were, colors of the things that he had painted, and other very specific details. Wow. Hutchins looked for another VIN number on the Jeep and found one on the frame under the passenger side door that came back matching the stolen Jeep. Shocking. 
Monroe, the owner of the property and the possessor of the Jeep, was charged with possession of a stolen vehicle and altering of a vehicle identification number, and he was placed into custody. There was no word on what happened to the Jeep, unfortunately. And did this guy have it for the full two years? He's the one who stole it, or did he acquire it's, it? Someone uh, sold it to Well, uh, th see, that's, that's where uh, things kind of get a little sticky. Um, yeah. He was charged with possession of stolen property, uh -huh. which is theft unto itself. You are just Correct. in possession of property property that was re reported stolen. I actually kind of fell victim to that same crime. I bought a canopy from a guy. God, this was nearly 30 years ago. Uh, bought a canopy off of a guy. Um, you know, thought everything was legit. Several weeks later, I'm at the gas station that I was working at, and several officers come and talk to me about the camper that's on the back of my Jeep that was reported stolen. And they actually talked with somebody who was very accurately able to describe the inside of that camper, a, a oh. light that was in there, the, the color of the wiring from that light, where it was positioned, all of that stuff, very clearly making positive identification of a, of a item that I had paid for. I, you know, I, I had a receipt even that I showed the, right. the show them, uh, show these people. And, uh, uh, but none, nonetheless, uh, I had to give the camp or the, the canopy back. I was not charged because I, I had a receipt. I, it wasn't like I had stolen it. I right. was a possession of stolen property, but because I had a receipt, it was a lawful transaction. And so, but, but yeah, nonetheless, I still had to wow. go through all the, all the rigmarole and all that. But, uh, but nonetheless, I, I kind of have some inside uh, uh, experience on, on what, that, what that actual crime is like. Um, so he could have said, he actually very well could have stolen that and just said, well, no, I, my brother gave this Jeep to me. You know, I, I don't know. Um, and, but nonetheless, they can't prove that he stole it. So all they can do is charge him with being in possession of property possession. that was stolen. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I I didn't did not know what bolo meant. I think I've heard that on some sort of uh, cop thing or another. But whenever you said bolo, I thought of something else. Are yeah, you are you uh, guys familiar? Specific, yeah, southwestern Thai. Yeah, style. are y'all familiar with that? I mean, is this, <laughs> yeah, the, is this like a Bucky's or a, a Whataburger yeah, thing? Yes, like a, sure, it, sure. No, it's it's a southwest <laughs> thing. I I you know yeah. Well, your country. You, do you know about the uh, the those bolo uh, ties that people wear in, in, in yeah. California? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. it's in the south. It's a southern thing, right? Or, or southwest. Southwest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cowboy esque. How, yep, how many yep. do you own, Tony? How many do you own? <laughs> Zero. I think my mom had, had would dress me up with one of them a long time ago. I mean, like yeah. five or six years old, but that's uh, that's the last time. So there's some I bet Chuck has in the sock drawer. I'm just I, you saying. know that would be that's true. I should ask Chuck about that. And uh, the, the interesting <laughs> thing is, uh, I, I'm actually surprised Chuck didn't. If he doesn't have one, I'm kind of surprised because he wears the the cowboy hat. Uh, right. All the time. So, uh, by the way, say. I didn't mention that Chuck is going to SEMA uh, under the uh, the media Jeep Talk Show media umbrella. Nice. And uh, he is going to be. Uh, he's going to. He wouldn't go Look as out, far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't go as far as saying that he would put one of the Jeep Talk Show logos on his uh, cowboy hat, but the little band around it. He says he's going to stick it in the band, so he'll be walking around oh, with uh, oh, with the Jeep okay. Talk Show uh, those very nice and broad read uh, Jeep Talk Show logos. That'll be nice. Make sure you get a little hot glue in there. Can't have one of those disappearing now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I'm pretty well, sure his wife's going to hot glue several things before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs>
And Chuck's not here to defend it, darn it. Oh, that's the, that's the best that's time the best for part. me. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we're, we we try never to miss shows. <laughs> Good, times. Good times. Well, uh, Cheaper, if you've got a news tip or response to any one of our stories, and oh my goodness, I would love to hear what you have to say about Chuck wearing a bolo tie. Uh, you can let us know by phone or by email. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out all the ways you can reach out to us here on the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Hey, make sure you go check out the website, 4x4radionetwork.com. 4x4radionetwork.com. Super easy, and it's super full of all kinds of off-roading podcasts, and they're all for free. Trail Chasers on the Trail Podcast, the Center Steer Podcast, the 4x4 Podcast, even the Jeep Talk Show is there. Lots of great off-road shows. It's the only place on the web where you can go in one place and get the web's best off-roading podcast all in one place for free. 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Noobie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. Well, I can't believe it's almost winter. And we've been getting in the low 30s at night here in Big Bear. It's pretty chilly. Pretty soon the white stuff will be here and wheeling for us will change. You Not shut really look- your mouth. <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of a fact. I'm afraid it's coming. It's getting ugly. <laughs> getting there. Not really looking forward to any ice skating on the trails. I prefer the fresh powder over ice any day. 83 here today. You're talking about white stuff falling. I'm not ready yet, dang it. I know, but it's been like in the low 30s at night, and you know it's been about 65 or 70. It's you know It feels warm, but anyway. So do, do you winterize your Jeep? Now, I'm sure if you run topless, you've got to be starting to think about putting that top and doors on. But do you change your tires to a snow tire versus what you run other times of the year? Now, in our area, we don't change the tires even though we get snow. We just run what we have, and the Nexon Rodian MTX tires have performed very well for us in the snow. But what about other things like checking fluids and tire pressure? Do you change the engine oil or other fluids before the cold sets in? How about the windshield washer fluid? Maybe in your area, it's something to consider depending on the weather. It's also a good time to clean out the inside of your Jeep and double check that all of your recovery gear and tools are in their bag. I'm sure if you're like us and wheeled over the summer, you may have used that strap or soft shackle a time or two. I know we have used our gear for others all the time. We're always happy to help a fellow Jeeper on the trail. And what about your first aid kit? You want to check to make sure that you have all that you need. Slippery surfaces in the winter can cause all sorts of damage. Don't forget to inspect your fire extinguisher. There is an expiration date, so check to make sure yours is still good to go. And if you carry a flashlight, check the batteries. Better yet, just replace them. Kind of like your smoke detectors at home. Every time there's a time change, change the battery. There is nothing worse than a dead battery in your flashlight. Now, if you travel with your pets, you do need to take their water supply out of the Jeep. If you're in snow country or extreme cold, that water will be frozen each night and may even cause a leak. Would hate for you to be on the trail with your pets and not have water if needed. So what other things do you have that you, that you do to winterize? Call us and let us know. Now you can find that number at jeeptalkshow.com. We have two numbers now, so pick the one you can leave a voicemail at, and I'd love to hear from you. So, you, Tony, uh, I'm not sure, Tony, that you have to winterize, but Josh, do you do anything specific for winterizing? You know, yeah, um, kind of like you with, uh, you know, the weather's turning, the the nights start to dip into into the cold temps. And, and I mean, you know, come around uh, a later half of uh, December, all through January into February, 
I mean, it, it gets, you know, just balls cold here. Yes. Uh, and so if you don't have the right washer fluid in your reservoir, mm. um, you're going to be carrying around a block of ice. Absolutely. Uh, and so that's one of those things where, yeah, I run a, a I run two different kinds of washer fluids. Uh, one a winter blend, if you will, uh, and, and then a summer blend. The winter one always has um, uh, the antifreeze in, or uh, it's not antifreeze in it, um, but it's yes. an anti anti icing uh, type of thing. Yeah, uh, it's do that. A, ice melting as well. So if I you know got a little bit of ice build up on the on the windshield, this will help kind of cut through that somewhat as well. So kind of double duty there uh, as well. Um, so I mean that's a de- that's a must. Um, and then you mentioned the fire extinguisher too. Now that's something that I, I've kind of, um, am a bit of a stickler on. And so you look at that expiration date, I might even mark it on the calendar and try to make it corn, uh, coincide that with a good camping trip. And one of the last things you want to do, um, is go ahead and use that fire extinguisher that's about ready to expire on putting out your campfire before you head out, you know, Excellent. head back home or something like that. Instead of just tossing it in the garbage, actually put that thing to use. You know, you, you bought it, you, you might as well, you know, get something out of it. I mean, besides, pulling a trigger on anything is a lot of fun, even if it's only a fire extinguisher. So, <laughs> you know, uh, there, there's that as well. Um, and it, besides, it might even be a great opportunity to uh, maybe teach somebody younger in the household how to use a fire extinguisher. Uh, anytime you actually get some hands-on experience with something that, you know, is only used in, in times of an emergency, uh, any kind of, anytime you can get some training, some hands-on experience, it's always just invaluable. Uh, so, you know, hey, kids, let's all take a turn blasting the fire with the fire extinguisher, you know, type yeah. of thing. So, I think you that's know, a great idea. I like even it. If it's, even if it's in your backyard or something like that with, uh, you know, uh, something in the, in the, you know, on fire in the backyard, you know, newspaper or something like that. I mean, you know, make a day out of it. You know, make, it, make something out of it. But, you know, make sure you use that fire extinguisher. Don't let it just go to waste. So, the last... Uh, let Go me ahead. let me ask you real quick, Josh. You're yeah. a big Halloween fan. Have you not oh, thought yeah. about dousing the the trick or treaters with the fire extinguisher? With whenever the fire extinguisher does, <laughs> what could I mean, I mean it's it, yeah, it, and if it's expired, it's not going to hurt yeah. quite as bad. There's not going to be as much oomph behind it. <laughs> they won't get cancer for thirty years, and you'll be long gone before yeah, then. I'm sure the parents <laughs> waiting at the bottom of the driveway won't won't have something to say about that. I'm just saying, uh, it's a possibility. Here's where we lose getting my house egged as well. Yes, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Never TP'd something. No, I was I was gonna say the the last thing that I, that I'll do. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm even though my my Jeep hasn't been uh, running in a couple of years. Uh, you know, when it, when I'm active with it, um, you know, one of the things I do kind of as the weather starts to turn is I, I blow out all the dust. Um, if you you know wheeling, especially this summer, we haven't we got like I think out of the last ninety days, uh, maybe five or six days of rain. I mean, this is one of the driest summers that I have ever seen in the Northwest. Wow. So, you know, with that comes extremely dusty trails, and, and a lot of that dust is going to get in the Jeep. Well, last thing you want to do is get into a dusty Jeep after a rainfall. So go ahead <laughs> and blow out your Jeep. Give it a light detail. I'm not talking about making it show and shine worthy or anything like that, right. but just knocking the dust down so that dust doesn't turn to mud and that mud doesn't turn to rust. Or, you know, start staining paint or dashboards, you know, or whatever. Look, I mean, and you might not even care about all of that. But, you know, at the end of the day, a clean Jeep is a lot easier of a Jeep to work on than a dirty Jeep is. So why not spend a little bit of, uh, you know, burning a, burning a few calories and just clean up the inside a little bit before you kind of start your winter wheeling. Well, plus we also talk about by cleaning the Jeep like that or even blowing it out or even washing it, you get to actually inspect things like bolts and you know, nuts and just different gear underneath your Jeep too, to see if anything is starting to wear or have issues. So 
That's hey, a, a season, seasonal visual inspection. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like it. So. so I'll have you know I do winter, winter rise uh, down here in southeast Texas, Wendy. Oh, okay. I, uh, I have to fill up the tires because the air pressure goes down whenever we have our cold front. Okay. Well, see, there you go. You learned something. <laughs> I didn't know, know that. Mm-hmm. And, and we almost hit 93 today. So... <laughs> Oh, gosh. 92.7, <laughs> according to uh, my uh, little temperature sensor in the backyard. Oh, man. I, mm, I'm glad I live in the mountains and I'm yeah. past the heat uh, right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather be in that, that temperature. And that beautiful scenery up there, too, is just uh, just amazing. Although, I just guess, guess you guys just call it scenery because you're used to it. Still beautiful. I love it. Good. But anyway, if, if you're a newbie driver, you're new to jeeping, either way, kind of put together a list or things to do this time of the year where you're sort of done with summer but getting into winter and double check what you have on board and make sure that you have everything especially that recovery gear first aid stuff if you're going to be out wheeling in the winter time you may come across somebody you have to help or that you need help with and at least having that equipment is always good to do so well do you have a topic or suggestion for newbie nuggets i would love to hear from you We also look for our YouTube channel on Trails411 with great content, lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. And by the way, we're going to be posting some more new videos. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I complained about that last week. I did. I did did notice that uh, there were several Instagram uh, posts, which was I was was happy to see that. That was uh, was neat. We've been busy doing that, trying to do the pre-run and getting ready for this weekend. Haven't seen the Sarge Green uh, 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 GLU in a while. He's in there. He's in most of the pictures. Yeah, no, that's the ones I saw on Instagram. I was just saying I hadn't hadn't seen yeah. the, uh, uh, the the Sarge Bond Green Jeep. Jeep in a while. Yeah. yeah. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. So I have a great announcement for you. Yeah, this is drum, what they—that's what the salesperson always says. What, what drum was it? roll, please. Yeah, I was just going to say. I thought you were actually doing a drum roll. <laughs> so uh, this is a set of Nexen tires that you guys may have heard me talking about that uh, I have had here for a year in my garage. And why is that? It's not because you have those tires on your on your Gladiator, right? Yep, it's it's a long story, but the the, okay. the the main part of the story is is that I have a a set of, a set of five Nexen Rodian MTXs, thirty five by twelve and a half by seventeen, which I am told is a very popular size. It is, and ooh, you're going to get lots of offers on that. Yeah, and uh, so I am uh, announcing it here because Facebook Marketplace sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're yeah, really, they'll buy it for, for buy them for five hundred dollars, sure. Or, or do you want a, a trade for a uh, what is it, a uh, Ninja blender? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. Or the bullet, you know. So, uh, but uh, I know that uh, the the Jeep the Jeep people out there, especially those of you that have been wanting to try the Nexen tires, because uh, we've been talking about it for so long. Here's your opportunity. Now, this Go is local pickup only. Yes. I'm not shipping these things. Uh, <laughs> and that's the Houston area. So, uh, and specifically. It's worth driving for, guys. Yeah. Pick those tires up, man. You'll, you will not be disappointed. Oh, well, and, and, and the I'm, money you're saved, too. I mean, come on. Yeah. And I'm specifically in the, the Katy area. So, that would be like West Houston. So, I am absolutely not opposed to to shipping but you got to take care of the whole thing and have them come over here and pick up the tires and do whatever they need to do to them i'll I'll stack them up outside my garage 
but uh, I, it really is the best savings is going to be uh, if you uh, if it's local pickup. You just come over here and you're your gladiator or your pickup and pick up pick up these things and of course you don't have to put them on a jeep you can put them on anything you like uh i just think that they they're really really nice off-road tires uh of course they are a maximum traction mud trains because that's what the nexon rodian mtx's are and again 35 by 12 and a half by 17 now i have priced these online and they are over eighteen hundred dollars yikes so i am selling them for less than that you gotta contact him if you guys want yeah. to hurry up man so, that's awesome so if you want so if you're interested uh just contact me through the standard jeeptalkshow.com slash contact ways say seventeen hundred and ninety nine dollars i'm gonna kick you in the gym no 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 no, no. um they For actually new listener i'm gonna give you ten dollars off yeah no but but uh but this is a way and 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 this is something that you may not have ex- experienced but our our tire giveaway people have experienced this they the, the first next entire giveaway uh, uh winner what was it four months that are longer yeah. that he had to wait for them to get in because they well, just weren't available. These are available right of, now. Yes, and that's for all kinds of tires. It's not just the yeah. Nixon brand. All brands are having issues. So this is an excellent tire. Reach out to Tony if you want it because, dang, that's going to be a great deal. And I, I will tell you this. I am looking at uh, getting the Motobuilt uh, skid plate system for the Gladiator. Oh, yeah. And it's fourteen ninety nine. So there you go. <laughs> now you no, have an idea. Saying, there might be a reserve. <laughs> there might wow. be. A, there might be a correlation. <laughs> but uh, but contact me. But I, I can guarantee you that you know instead of me getting taking a five hundred dollar offer for these things, I'll store them in my damn garage yep. and keep them until it's time for me to change tires on the Gladiator because this yep. is the same tire that I have on the Gladiator that that Wendy was talking about earlier. Actually, it's it's a smart move. I'm, I'm it's just awesome. Yeah, I agree. It, I just I just want to clear the space out and also too some. Somebody can get great use out of these things mm-hmm. and uh there's uh you know it's always possible that i by the time the tires wear out because the, the nexons last a long time uh, i may be doing re-gearing and going with 37s so you know these and i can't use the Ooh. these 17 inch uh uh y uh tall tires on uh, any of the other jeeps here because yeah. uh, they're all 15 inch uh, wheels and i'm not putting 17 inch wheels on on a tj yeah you have to let us know how it goes, Tony. Yep. First caller. So, oh, yeah. Caller number five. <laughs> caller number one. And we're, you won't find out how much you're paying until you call. Is, <laughs> phrase that pays is, I have cash in hand. Exactly. <laughs> the phrase that pays is, bend over now. So, oh, uh, no. the... <laughs> I meant... I mentioned about the, uh, the the change of seasons causing a uh, a, a lowering of tire pressure. I was yes. a little yeah, I guess it's a little irritating having that uh, that gauge that tells you when your your tires are low because that thing pops up and I panic, you know, because you know if it's an XJ and you're and something uh, pops up, it's like oh gee, what the hell's going on now? Oh, but you get the TPMS light that uh, illuminates exactly. That. A little shows a little flat tire with an exclamation right. mark. There's probably a little uh, computer chip you can take care of that when you get rid of it. Oh, I can set the. I've I've already set the the levels because I had <laughs> okay, to change good. it from the from the factory tires. Yeah. Uh, so I think I set it for like 29 psi. It goes off uh, if you get down to 29. The 30, 35 is what I've and it's a 35 inch tire, so I figured 35 psi is what you're supposed to do. Josh is going crazy. 
<laughs> that's not how that works. That's not how it works. <laughs> so anyway, I, I took the opportunity the, to use the tire fill assist. Uh, the tire fill assist. You, you remember oh, we used that at uh, yes. the June event, uh, yeah. uh, Josh? I think. Yeah. I think you were yeah, filling tires too. Yeah, you fill it up and then it honks at you. It gives honks. you a little double beep at you when you uh, when you reach the tire pressure. It drives me crazy that little. It, it, it still scares me whenever I'm yes. uh, doing the front tires because it's yes, loud. Yes, because you're standing right there. I've done the same thing we had students do. And I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> so apparently this is something that the TikTokers out there like seeing little how-to videos because uh, it was a, a really short little video that I did about how the, the tire fill assist works, how you turn it on. And then, uh, you know, f- filling up the tires and hearing the honk. The hard yeah. part was knowing when to pr- press uh, record. Uh, when I was getting close to the 35 PSI, <laughs> you know, so you didn't have three minutes worth of waiting <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, horn to honk. Oh, my, <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. Actually, I should have just recorded the horn honking and did everything in post. Made yes. it perfect timing. There you go. <laughs> just edit. <laughs> but we've had oh. over a thousand views of uh, of that video, which is small potatoes for, for a lot of TikTokers out That's there. That's great. But really, really great for the Jeep Talk Show. Yeah. So, so if, if just... You know, I think everybody understands how tire, tire fill assist works. It, we just kind of described it. You turn it on on the dash on the the Uconnect radio, and then you uh, air up the tires. And whenever it hits uh, the whatever the preset is, and using the uh, Taser Mini, I set mine to 35 psi. It honks the horn, and actually, I think they all filled up to 36, which is fine. And sure. uh, <laughs> it uh, oh, I, this reminds me. You remember that story you did where the guy was trying to get the hundred percent? Oh, got oh yes. 100%, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I'm like, <laughs> my youngest, my youngest daughter works at a Mercedes dealership, yeah. and she showed me a picture of somebody that drove their Mercedes in because the tire fill light would not go off, even though they had it up to ninety two. PSI, 97 no. PSI, drove it. Drove it? I'm surprised it didn't wow. blow. And I, right. and I, I asked oh. her, I, you know, I figured they were like rubber band tires or something, probably high pressure tires on the Mercedes. And I said, what, what's the normal tire pressure? 35 PSI. <gasps> I put that picture up, uh, the dash, you know, where it shows the the, the, the tire fill percentage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put that up in our uh, our Discord server. I don't know if you, caught, you guys caught I, that or not. I, 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 I saw it. it. I did. I, I don't. It. I don't think I caught the uh, the context, but I was like, "Oh, somebody well, else." Well, context is never <laughs> included when I post something. Yeah. No. <laughs> I should have known it was you. That's a pet peeve <laughs> for Josh. Context, man. Just tell me what the hell's going on. Exactly. Uh, but it's fun to look and figure it out on your own. Uh, that's the way I look at it. But anyway, that's an actual picture that she took of a dash of somebody else that did that. But it was a Mercedes this time. Which makes a little more people. Which makes a little more sense than a Jeep, frankly. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, uh, go and check out our uh, our account on the TikTok and uh, uh, make a comment on the tire fill assist, even if it's not, uh, even though it's not, even if it's not uh, a nice one. Just just make a comment. <laughs> Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've been listening to you guys free for how many years now, and I figure I time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes. You know, just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on. Because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you give back just a little? 
little bit. I got a really nice uh, phone call on the, the new Jeep Talk Show uh, hotline, and uh, they were telling me that uh, they they really enjoy the show. They thought about uh, subscribing, being a paid subscriber, no longer being a rat bastard. But because uh, Chuck so uh, aggressively and eagerly uh, announced that he is not being a paid subscriber, he'll never pay for the show, he's thinking, why should I? So he just won't let me know that it was nothing personal, but he's uh, but but uh, Chuck uh, convinced him to not be a paid subscriber. So. I, I think Thanks, we need Chuck. to work. Yeah, we need to work on Chuck. He has to be, <laughs> has to be pro the show and paid subscribers and no more rat bastards. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's not here to defend himself, so we can do this. See how that works out. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and uh, I just got to apologize for last week's jester joke. <laughs> Even as I was listening to the show, I thought, Nikki G, Jesus, criminy, that sucked. I didn't think it was possible, but that joke both sucked and blowed. And you guys were talking last week about Full the uh, XJ that fled from police. Yeah, my heart goes out to the deputy who had to uh, return to the station and tell everybody that he was outran by an XJ. Like, serious, how is that even possible? Those things get death wobble at 35 miles per hour. What was he, on Oxback? All he had to do was just wait at the nearest gas station or slash auto parts store, and I'm sure he'll show up. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I took a photo of a field of wheat. Yeah, it came out kind of grainy. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat you later. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Brainy, he says. Brainy, yeah. Mm. So, good one, Nick so G. the cop just needs. What he's saying is, cop needs just needs to the camp out at AutoZone, waiting for the XJ to show up to get the codes read. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What are you talking about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Paul flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at JeepTalkShow.com. So, coming up next Thursday on our interview episode, it's going to be YouTuber Brad of Trail Recon. Uh, everybody here knows about Brad from Trail Recon, right? Oh, All yeah, he's great. On the yeah. Show. yeah, he's been on the show here before, uh, at least once or twice, uh, I believe. Uh, and a great guy. Uh, he's out there um, using the heck out of that Jeep. Got a great YouTube uh, channel as well. Uh, Trail Recon up to, uh, I think he's about a half a million uh, subscribers now. 507,000. Uh, ah, man, wow. he's, got, uh, he's got millions of views out there. Uh, so, yeah, he's doing it, man. So, living the dream. He does. He and his uh, his family, maybe friends, do excellent camera work capturing the off-road lifestyle. It's not just a dash cam from, uh, from no, inside no, no, the no. Jeep. Now, what is this guy, a professional videographer? I mean, God, the gear that he must use. <laughs> Seriously, though. He's, you know, he was, I mean, you can hear it in the, in the interview. We talk about that. He, uh, he learned it as he was, uh, you know, just editing and figuring it out as he went. 
and just uh, took the uh, 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 paid attention and and looked at what he was producing and tried to make it better. I mean, there's there's lots of great people out there that uh, already do it very well. All you have to do is take what you like and and make that uh, see how you can do it with your own stuff. And so a gross uh, amount of money on videography equipment and, exactly. uh, and I don't think that he has because I, I, no, I don't think you have to. Uh, I don't think you have to do that for. I mean, certainly if you're going to do B-roll with uh, a uh, a drone or something then you have the cost of the drone and of course you have to have the license to be able to use it commercially but uh, i'm just going to mention this i mention this every time the first time that we uh, interviewed brad at trail recon he was around 125,000, and then the second time he was up around 250 and now he's up around five hundred thousand. I'm just so saying. What I'm, what I'm hearing yes, is that every you time are hearing he's on us. the show, we double his his uh, exactly. Yes, that's so what I'm saying. Good, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Where's, that's where's exactly. The, yeah, that's what, exactly what I'm saying, Josh. Brad, where's the where's where's the paycheck? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Jeeper, the Gear Spot is the only overhead storage bag on the market that will fit in your jeep it has three separate compartments to hold your items right where you place them the zipper entry for each compartment makes it easy to access your tucked away items and keeps them right where they need to be the storage bag is made out of u.s made marine grade material that is designed to withstand the elements as well as being waterproof the gear spot fits snugly behind the sound bar and in between the roll cage what makes it very easy to access it is attached with six straps into d-rings for easy installation and removal under the bag is a polyester netting that is easily accessible from anywhere in your Jeep. This is a great place to store your jacket if you're going to be riding home topless on a chilly night, or your kids' tablets if they're uh, riding in the back seat. The bags come in only in black, and, well, you can have them in any color if you want, as long as it's in black. And this makes them blend nicely into the Jeep, where they are not uh, noticeable to people looking in your Jeep. You know, those looky-loos uh, looking for things to bash a window to go get. Well, there is a suggested weight limit of 30 pounds, so this is a great place to store your rain gear, first aid kit, winch control, beach towels, grocery bags, well, you get it, all kinds of stuff for wheelers or daily drivers. This is a U.S.-made product with U.S. source materials, and it's a U.S.-owned company, and it will always stay that way. Please note, for the four-door Jeepers out there, the bag is installed over the back seat, so if you have somebody over 58 inches in height, well, the bag is kind of pretty much be in their face however the bag is easily removed and reinstalled whenever needed yeah. the gear spot the gear spot it fits it fits most jeeps with a soft top or your hard top let the gear spot help you store more in your 4x4 yeah it, it'll definitely uh back seat if you're above that uh, height limit it'll rub your uh, rub on your head and, and not in a good way now how can you win this great giveaway from the gearspot.com well you need to be caller number 12 and the phrase that pays is, drum roll, store more in your 4x4. That's caller number 12. And the phrase that pays, which you must say exactly, store more in your 4x4. It rhymes. <laughs> yes, I like it. You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. We need to add a, a very deep breath before that before you start with that Josh. yeah <laughs> i know it sounds so good now listen to enter our giveaway you have to call our voicemail giveaway hotline just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash 
contact to find the number to call and win. You got to call the right number to call and win. You might be the right caller. You might even have the phrase to pay, but if you're calling on the wrong line, you lose. <laughs> you miss out. <laughs> yeah. If, if you don't hear, so don't screw it up, you, you know you've called the right number. <laughs> That's the last thing that it tells you. So uh, we've been doing a lot of giveaways here uh, over the last several weeks. We if, have. If you're just finding out, I'm sorry you've missed so many of them. There's like four or five of them or, or, or more, week after week after week. So uh, we're going to announce several winners over the last several weeks. So these are folks that have uh, won giveaway items from our great sponsors. And these are reoccurring sponsors, meaning, meaning that they are, they've, uh, they've, they've signed up to give away things not once, but multiple times. Well, let's get it started. Our Northridge4x4.com $250 gift certificate goes to Steve O., Congrats, Steve-O. Thanks for being a regular listener and trying multiple times to win one of our Jeep Talk Show giveaways. And never bitching about not winning. That's right. Yeah, I might say trying a little too hard. But, you know, <laughs> uh, Josh N. is our next entire USA winner. That's right. Josh N. Unfortunately, <laughs> Josh is going to have to wait for the 37, 1350s the, by 17s that he's looking for. Next in Rodian MTXs, uh, they don't come in that size right now. They're going to have to be made. Uh, it's a non-standard size for them, so it's going to take some time. Hopefully, you can get them uh, before 2025. But you're still but a winner. <laughs> yes, and yeah. they are worth waiting for, Josh. Trust me. <laughs> he yeah, he okay. sent me a message and said, oh, I screwed that up. It's just supposed to be 12 and a half by 17. So I went, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're going to be waiting a while. Yep. Long time. That. Now we'll, we'll try and uh, see what we can do to get all that corrected and get you, uh, get you, get you, get you your rubber. Well, and another winner, Nathaniel, I guess that's how you say it, Nathaniel mm -hmm. S. is our giveaway winner for the Tuffy Security Front Driver Side Security Drawer for JKU giveaway. Way to go, Nathaniel. And Nick R. is our bolt lock hood lock for the JL and JT giveaway winner. So, man, lots that's of a great, lot. lots That's of great a lot prizes. of winners. Yeah, I it's know, a it's lot so of winners. exciting. And these aren't, these aren't cheap things. No. And, and these are great companies, all supporting you, the listener of the Jeep Talk Show. You must have needed this every day. I need it! It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff, pick of the week for your Jeep. If you own a Jeep and wheel it, well, chances are you have at least one set of floor mats. Floor liners sound about as manly as talking about panty liners, but that's what some companies insist we call the style of fitted floor mats that have a raised edge and a custom fit. WeatherTech is at the top of the list in both price and reputation when it comes to this automotive accessory, but over the years, a better alternative has been testing its metal in the proving grounds of Jeep floorboards. Husky Liners Weather Beater Series front floor liners are the best alternative to WeatherTech floor mats, and here's why. Their functionality is virtually exactly the same. Raised edges to capture the spills, rugged grooves keep dirt, mud, and snow from getting on the carpet, and both are exceptionally durable. But Husky Liners Weather Beaters floor liners have a thermoplastic Olefins TPO-style construction. It is rubberized and is way more flexible than WeatherTech. This gives them a far better fit and a way better feel than any other brand. Husky Weather Beater floor liners also incorporate raised nibs on the underside, which makes their traction better than the WeatherTech digital fit floor liners. Oh, and did I mention they are guaranteed for life? 
No hassles, no guff. If you have a problem, Husky Liners will replace it, period. Right now, I'm going to get you all hooked up with the best deal for a pair of these that fits the front floorboards of any 2014 to 2018 Jeep Wrangler JKs. And for less than 72 bucks for a pair of these things, well, you can almost afford to buy a pair for a buddy as well. Wow, that's a low price for those. Looks like they yeah. really do a good job. Mm -hmm. The fitted ones are so nice to have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and they make these for all kinds of other Jeeps as well. So chances are they have a style and a, uh, a size that will fit your Jeep uh, at a similar price point as well. You know, I had a flashback whenever you were saying weather beaters. My dad used to tell me to keep my weather beaters off his tools. Jeez. Good Lord, man. Well, now that you must going. have... <laughs> <laughs> sorry go ahead josh i'm sorry now that you must have a set of these husky floor liners for your own jeep we're gonna make it very easy for you jeeper just head over to jeeptalkshow.com look for the link in the show notes that you'll find for episode 694 we'll get you all hooked up <laughs> josh is shocked and disgusted <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's I, not I, the I, first time but I it doesn't happen that often it's, it's well kind of normal <laughs> yeah it's, it's kind of normal i think i'm getting used to it <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever really fully explained to you just how dirty I feel after doing your show. <laughs> so you, you curl up in a ball in the shower. Back and, it's and forth on the hot, floor of the shower. Just yes. Extremely hot. He's like, just drain it all off of me, please. I've got a crystal brush. I just I can't get clean enough. <laughs> it's, the, it's the head and shoulders enemas that are the most effective. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Goodness. Well, folks, if you uh, if you want to join shenanigans <laughs> like, like this, uh, we're, we're doing it every week, and we invite you to join in on the fun as well. Every Tuesday, we're recording a roundtable episode. I, I believe we're recording them on Tuesdays still. Are we Are we not? Yes, yes. we are. Absolutely. Okay. That's, none of the recording things are changing. Right. I thought as much. But on the, on the very next roundtable, we're going to be asking you, the Jeeper, a series of off-road and Jeep-related questions mostly <laughs> sometimes get off track a little bit it, it's Big been known to happen like, yes. like have you ever had sex in your jeep I remember that was a good question for the group because <laughs> Bob raised his hand I said with somebody and his hand went down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a lot of fun on the Tuesday episodes yeah. guys the round table episodes uh, every Tuesday is recorded live you can join in on the fun sometimes even a celebrity uh, pops in uh, we have a, a surprise guest that might join in on the fun every now and again. Uh, who knows? Uh, so it's always good to uh, to uh, kind of mark the calendar and be available every Tuesday for a roundtable episode of the Jeep Talk Show. Want to know how to join in on the fun? Well, head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. I urge you to sign up for the newsletter. You'll find out how to join in on the, on the roundtable episodes in that newsletter, but you're also going to get a bunch of information about who we're talking to, what we're giving away, and when. All the best information about how to how to get in on the giveaways and what's happening here on the show. The Jeep Talk Show newsletter. Sign up for it today. You won't be disappointed. Well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail. But we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to stay tuned for a recap of the SoCal Jeep Talk Show event in Big Bear, California, coming up right around the corner. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. You can't prove a thing. Podcasting since 2010.